merry, merry, merry Christmas, ladies and gentlemen. Good evening, Woke Fam. It's your boy Scott here doing a Christmas live stream. Bombs away, Christmas live stream. <laughs> Holy goodness gracious. Yes, if that was if that was me and Joe Biden was touching me, I'd be running away too, screaming for my mommy. Good evening, everybody. Merry Christmas. Can't wait to get in uh, get into some of the content today. Hang out with you all and just have a good time. I'm feeling pretty good. I just had some coquito from my uh, my good friend, my barber. Didn't realize how strong it was. <laughs> so it's the holidays. I never mix fun, pleasure with business, but today is a little bit different. So here we are, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to be talking about a bunch of stuff. I'm sure you guys all saw us on with methods not too long ago, uh, a couple hours ago. That was fun. That was fun. Got to spend some time with my wife, my son, um, and some other family a little bit later, and it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a good time. So, gonna do a quick show here, probably about an hour or so, and uh, we're just gonna hang out and do uh, go over some of the events that happened today. What I see coming here. We're gonna have uh, some debate about some Christmas movies, and uh, I'm gonna give you guys a little history lesson at the end here, talking about George Washington and what him and his soldiers went through to secure a humongous victory in the American Revolution. Um, on this date, I think it was, let me see the year. I just want to make sure on the year here. Beautiful. 17, December, 1776. So we got a whole bunch of stuff going on today. And we're just going to, we're just going to hang out and enjoy a good time here. So welcome everybody in. I hope you're all feeling good and, uh, feeling as good as I am, right? <laughs> I'm glad everyone's hanging out with me today. So Let's see where we're going. Let me know where you're all from here. What are you guys having to drink today? Please let me know in the chat. I would love to know. I would love to know what you guys are doing, what you guys are drinking, what you guys are hanging out with your family, you having parties. Hopefully you're having big pack parties, 100 people in your house, all that good stuff. Maybe burning some mask outside in the fire. All that good stuff. Ooh, Merry Christmas from Kansas. Very nice. So we'll see how many people will get here today from Michigan, Missouri. We got Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. There's also a football game going on right now. Not sure if anyone really cares about that, but there's a whole bunch of stuff going on. You guys eating your dinners yet? Did you guys already eat or did you already see family? You guys unwinding right now? All that good stuff. We gave, uh, we, me and my wife gave most of our presents to our son uh, days before Christmas. So our apartment's a, uh, a big mess and everything is, um, everything's pretty much match, matchbox cars everywhere everywhere right now over the over the house so man that stuff's really good yes the wings are tacos debate this might end up being a um a long going joke here you guys uh all committed a mutiny on my show the other night and uh teamed up with methods so disappointed in all of you so disappointed you guys must not be from new york Wings are definitely better than tacos. But either way, let's get into some of the quick news here of what I saw yesterday of some of the crazy things. Because, of course, the left has to ruin everything. They have to absolutely ruin everything. And we're going to start there with Neil deGrasse Tyson here. He put out this tweet. Santa doesn't know zoology. Both male and female reindeer grow antlers, but all male reindeer lose their antlers in the late fall, well before Christmas. Ah, so... So what is he saying here? So Santa's reindeer, which all sport antlers are therefore all female, which means Rudolph has been misgendered. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, we are going so far as, you know, this big, big wig uh, scientist, Neil deGrasse, DeGrasse Tyson here. We're going to be talking about misgendering 
the reindeer. Because literally, him and maybe one other person gives a shit about the gender of the reindeer. My God. And this is what Ted Cruz tweeted out in regards to this. Next, you're going to tell me he doesn't fly all around the world in one night, come down all of our chimneys, and leave presents for good little boys and girls. Bah humbug, a lump of coal for you. (laughs) It's just... Can we have anything nice anymore without the left ruining every single thing and getting down to what gender the reindeer are? No, we can't. Unfortunately, we can't. And the left can't even, they can't even leave Sansa alone on the, uh, on the, what is it? The NORAD, NORMRAD, I don't know what it's called. Where they track Santa. Salty Cracker tweeted this out. I'm shocked there isn't a BLM logo somewhere in this to go with the stupidity. Because it's funny. If you all still believe in Santa Claus, isn't Santa Claus immortal? Why does Santa have to worry about uh, COVID when he's up in the atmosphere, completely social distance, thousands of feet from somebody, but he's going to wear a mask on here? It, it just blows my mind. And it blows my mind. We They ruin everything. And I'm really shocked there isn't a BLM Antifa logo on the uh, Santa sleigh here because that, that would have been so typical. So typical. And speaking of um, of China and the COVID virus, yesterday was uh, supposedly a day that the uh, mayor of uh, D.C. wanted to dub as Dr. Anthony Fauci Day, but Anthony Fauci was out celebrating in China his birthday. As you can see here with Xi having a good time here. Look at this. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Good job, our little friend. Thank you for spreading our lies and misinformation to everybody. Because everyone out in Wuhan, everyone out in Wuhan is still parting it up. <laughs> it just blows my mind. And this one I wanted to pull up for all the parents out there. Because I've, I've, my son has so many blocks, so many things on the floor. I've probably almost broken my ankle, broken my leg. I don't know how many times. From the Babylon Bee. Lego introduces new sharper bricks that instantly kill you when you step on them. And that... That is real life problems right there. That one, it just, you can't, it does not go away. The pain is just unsurmountable. It's worse than COVID, probably. Lego has just introduced new and improved interlocking plastic bricks that will instantly kill you when you step on them. Sources at the company's headquarters confirmed Thursday. The sharper edges on the new design will just immediately put you out of your misery so you don't have to roll around on the ground in excruciating pain for minutes on end. Utilizing advanced laser-driven techniques, Lego factories can now hone the edges of the famously sharp and painful bricks to such a fine point that the human nervous system instantly shuts down upon coming into contact with them. Oh my God, guys, I think that's more of an epidemic than the COVID itself. How many, how many families have Legos in their homes right now? This is, this is a national crisis. I'm surprised CNN didn't pick up on this one. Jeez. In some ways, I'd rather die instantly than go through the pain of keeling over and grabbing my foot and ripping the Lego out of my skin. Just kill me. I'd just rather die. So yeah, that's going on. And other news going on. Roger Stone here announces $25 million lawsuit against the DOJ. I don't know who he's going to be going after. Maybe it's probably Robert Mueller and his uh, his cronies. Self-described dirty trickster Roger Stone said that he will file a $25 million lawsuit, because why not, against the DOJ while his lawyers file complaints for prosecutorial prosecutorial misconduct against key DOJ officials. Stone, a longtime Republican operative and ally to President Trump, was arrested in January 2019 and sentenced to 40 months in prison, which he is now pardoned. That was back in February in connection with special counsel Robert Mueller's Russia investigation. 
Stone's high-profile arrest at his Florida estate was caught on camera by CNN, and we all remember that when he got raided for, I don't even, God knows what. He was raided and after allegedly receiving a tip of his scheduled arrest. So we got him mounting a new lawsuit, and I don't know if you guys caught this one as well. This is going to bring us into our little debate of the, of the afternoon tonight. The election wizard, because speaking of pardons, Trump went on a pardon spree, and Roger Stone was one of them. He also pardoned here. President Trump issues Christmas Eve pardon to Hans Gruber of the, on the 32nd anniversary of the Nakatomi incident. Now, this is where I this is where it's going to get a little fun here. There is this ongoing debate, especially with me and my family, talking about is Die Hard the movie? Is this a Christmas movie? And for me personally, I do believe it is. I watched this probably almost every Christmas growing up. Watched it not during Christmas, but always referenced to as a Christmas as a Christmas movie. So, what do you guys think? I would love to know what you guys think in the chat. Is Die Hard is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Yes or no? I would love to know what you guys think because there's a lot of people that hate this argument. They find it disgusting. And they don't consider it a Christmas movie. I honestly think it's one of the best Christmas movies ever. And yes, yippee Kaye, motherfucker. That's right. That is right. That's one of the best quotes in movies ever. And it's just an awesome movie. And I'm seeing here, ah, ah, the mutiny is no longer here anymore. Look at you guys. I finally get some people on my side. I guess the I guess I definitely lost the battle with the uh, with the buffalo wings and tacos, but it doesn't look like I'm losing this battle with with this movie. So I brought some sauce here because I wanted to really uh, dive into this because, again, it's Christmas. Why not? These are the seven reasons, the best reasons that I could find why it is a Christmas movie from the Gazette. It takes place during a holiday office party. That's, come on. That's the number one reason. And as we scroll down here, it has Christmas music. It's checking the boxes for me. The Die Hard soundtrack is loaded with Christmas songs. Winter Wonderland, Let It Snow, Christmas and Hollis and Ode to Joy. John's, John's wife has a Christmassy name. She may not use the last name McLean, but Mrs. Gennaro's first name doesn't get much more festive than Holly. And there are presents involved. John's LA cop buddy Al buys snack cakes for his pregnant wife at a convenience store. That might want to be a little bit of a stretch, but Santa Claus sort of makes an appearance. It snows in the end, and the stats don't lie. According to a press release last year from Dish Network, 1.3 million Americans watched Die Hard on Christmas Eve in 2016. That beat out traditional holiday favorites Home Alone, which is a classic, by the way. Miracle on 34th Street, I can deal without that. And the Santa Claus. If you're beating out Home Alone, you're doing some major damage. Some major damage in the movie industry as far as Christmas movies. I'm sorry. The Grinch is amazing. Elf is pretty good. But look at that face. Everyone remembers that face when he's climbing through the uh, through the vents. Come on now. Give me a break. This isn't this isn't breaking news. This is I'm just trying to put an argument. An argument that I've seen time and time again. And I just wanted to put it to bed. Just want to put that one to bed. So <laughs> Oh man. Too much coquito, I'm telling you guys. This is why I don't mix up. Uh, pleasure and business ever ever but we're having a good time i hope you're having a good time it's gonna be a shorter show tonight we're gonna be covering everything as far as the um the nashville bomb that happened with the rv we're gonna talk about that um this quick little pocket veto that trump pulled off um it's reports of Sidney powell being blocked from the white house and of course the story that i want to read about george washington of what him and his troops went through to take over trenton and really was a pivotal point in the revolution war and really 
what we're going through is a little bit different, but in a lot of ways, it's not. We're going through a lot of the same things right now. So gonna play a funny video here of a Christmas Christmas movie that you all might know. But again, the meme lords, especially Sal, Sal meme, she has changed it into something else. And um, she does amazing work. So this is gonna be our funny video of the day. Gonna play this for you all, and I'll see you on the other side of the intro. So long, farewell, I'll be just saying goodnight. I hate to go and leave this pretty sight. So long, farewell, I'll be just saying adieu. Adieu, adieu, to you and you and you. My first champagne. Yes? No. <laughs> so long, farewell. I'll be just saying goodbye. I leave and heave a sigh and say goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> I'm glad to go. I cannot tell a lie. I flit, I float, I fleetly flee, I fly. Merry Christmas, Rogue Fam. Merry Christmas. Thanks for tuning in to the land of the real. But it's like the twilight zone, the plan is surreal. It'll blow your mind when the plan is revealed. Bring your thoughts to light, all the plans they conceal. Grab your flashlight, it's time to go down the rabbit hole. It's dark and hell is hot, dealing with satanic souls. The tide is turning, patriots are now in control. Apply aggressive pressure right now until they fold, stay woke. Open up guys and keep them healed. All they do is lie, realize how everything is real. Through project looking glass, the future is revealed. Future proves past, but there won't be any deals. Woke society's fam, you know it's time to go. Grab your popcorn, sit back now. Enjoy the show, severe and non on the mic. So come on, enjoy the flow. The wave is rising and you know it's only gonna grow. All right. I'm glad you all enjoyed that video as much as I did. It's a great video. Shout out again to Saul Memes for making amazing, amazing memes and all the other memers out there. We're at 1.6 thousand viewers on DLive, 158 on Twitch. And uh, let's see, check out Pilled. We're on 80 on Pilled. Everyone's enjoying their town, their family. So I appreciate all the uh, people just showing up and hanging out with me tonight because some people don't have anyone to hang out with. So I thought it was a great idea. Some of my other friends were doing shows. And uh, of course, 2020 does not disappoint. What do we get? A nice bombing out in Nashville. And I'm being completely sarcastic about that because nothing nothing is good about what happened in Nash- Nashville. And we're going to dive into that right now um, to start off the show today. So 
I would definitely say, and I knew I knew this was coming. I talked about this when I was telling everybody on Method Show to please, for everyone out there to be careful that are going to be going to D.C. on the 6th. And I meant this, I really meant this wholeheartedly because this these events are being planned out. The caravans are being planned out, and I'm all for it. If you guys can go to D.C., go out there. But as as good people with good intentions go out, and they want to do, they want to show up for the present because everyone, Donald Trump asked everyone to be there. He said it's going to be wild. The bad, bad people, like we're seeing here in Nashville, bad people have bad things in mind. And I just want everyone to stay safe because I really believe what happened out here in Nashville. It could have been a false flag event, but what we're seeing here, what I'm seeing here is this information's been pouring out all day. I'm seeing here that this might have been a targeted, this wasn't a false, maybe in a way it was, but if, it looks like this was a targeted um a targeted attack on a certain building that could have certain connections to Dominion, Solar Winds, and other uh, financial groups that are connected to China and some other uh, bad people out here in, in the United States. But this weird video, I'm going to start here. There was video of the uh, explosion that happened here. But the weird part about it was we were hearing all those reports of a shooting happening before the bomb went off, and there was also some weird countdown going on. Now, we found out the information... There was a loudspeaker and this bomb was supposedly attached to this RV or was housing a ton of explosives inside this RV. This video right here shows and you can hear the countdown of what happened here. And then you're just going to see the uh, the image here go completely white. And then you're going to see the carnage afterwards. Listen to this if you guys haven't heard it yet. You can actually hear um, this warning telling people to get away. And then it just goes off. Watch this. It's saying something, uh, blah, 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 please evacuate now. And it sounds like it's ticking down. It's really strange. It's just a lot of that. This audio goes out, and then it's just absolute carnage. Um, stuff blown up over the place. Cars are com- are just damaged. They're totaled. This looks like it's just on fire. This whole side of the building's just blown up. But this is this is where the story began uh, this morning because I was waking up and I'm hearing that something blew up in Nashville, and uh, it just I was like, you you've got to be with the year that we've had. We can't even enjoy Christmas without having something like this happen. And they sure as hell picked the worst day to do it because so many people are at home. And this is why a lot of people are saying this was a false flag event. And it's kind of hard not to think of that when you see videos of the carnage. This was downtown Nashville. I mean, look at this. These buildings are destroyed. And this must have been a massive bomb to do some kind of damage like this. This is this is going down almost the entire block here. And it's there. there's fire. I mean... The whole front of these buildings are blown to pieces. This is on fire, and it goes all the way down the street. I mean, Merry effing Christmas, right? 
And someone in the chat just said one death. I mean, I haven't heard anyone dying yet. I know people were injured and went to the hospital, but I don't think anyone died that I know of as of yet. People were definitely injured. and <laughs> They're probably scared too, to be completely honest, but my God, my God. So we were wondering if this was random, if this was just some nut job, some random guy that wanted to send a message because he's had such a terrible year. Maybe his life went underwater. He just, his, life, his wife left him. Who the hell knows? But now... I don't normally show this because it's CNN, but so many outlets have, uh, have agreed upon this, and I've seen FBI outlets, so I'm throwing it up here now because it's the first one I could find. Officials now believe this morning's explosion in downtown Nashville, Tennessee, was, was an intentional act. This wasn't random. At least three people have been taken to the hospital, and as far as I know, no one else has been killed. Thank God nobody died or was standing next to this thing when it went off, but it, it seemed like you didn't really have to stand too close to be, uh, to be hit by it. Really scary stuff. I mean... It just, it's so sad. It's so sad. And for anyone that has to live there or live in those buildings, like you're, hopefully your life hasn't been so terrible, but let's add it. Let's throw, let's throw this in the mix. Your apartment blows up on top of it. Or maybe you were out visiting family, come back home and your shit's on fire. Your car's exploded. It's just awful. Absolutely awful. So all these reports are swarming out, right? Everyone's trying to figure out what the hell's going on. The police there, um, you know, FBI's there. Everyone's there trying to figure out what the hell's going on here. So these were the initial reports that people were, that I was seeing trying to get out here. This is from Catherine Heritage on Twitter. From Don Aaron, Nashville Police Box, officers responding to emergency call shots fired. No immediate evidence shots fired. Officers stumbled on suspicious RV. Local reportings, no tags, followed by explosion believed to be intentional. Not known if individuals slash individuals in RV when explosion happened, reporters told area with significant video surveillance investigators going through video to identify how the RV got to the location and who. The entire area has been sealed off. Active crime scene still being secured. That was five hours ago. And supposedly there was another woman I saw here on, um, on Twitter saying that her father has pictures of this RV um, hanging around a certain area um, for the last day or two, telling the FBI to please reach out to him because he had some pictures um, in regards to this. But we're, as all this was going on, all the chaos, right? People trying to enjoy the holidays. You can't help but try to follow these things because you don't know. We know we are well, we are veterans, right, Woke Army? We are veterans. We know these things that happen, they're not random. They aren't random. And things like this are done for a reason to either scare. At first, I thought this was a warning shot, maybe to people out going to D.C. saying, be careful, be careful gathering. Bad things could happen. That was my mind. That's all pure speculation. I could be totally wrong about that. And we're going we're gonna to see exactly kind of uh, why this happened in just a moment. But again, here from Catherine Heritage talking about this. From Scott Sweetoe, retired acting director, Terrorist Explosive Device Analytical Center. That's a, that's a mouthful. And three decades of ATF. Dude's got, dude's got a resume. He's an expert on IEDs. If explosion originated in RV would take extremely high heat and likely hundreds of pounds of high explosives to eviscerate a vehicle of that size. Notes, axles, frames, engine, very durable to blast. Also, if explosion sufficient to eviscerate RV would expect extremely large crater, similar to Oklahoma City bombing and complete building collapse, especially older brick, older brick buildings in Nashville. You could tell the buildings that we just showed you, these ones out here, you could tell in the video, in the video here, I'll play it just for one second. You can tell these uh, these buildings have been around for a while. These look like buildings out here in New York where I used to live. Very old, over 100, 150 years. And you could see they're not, they're not new. They're definitely old. And they did some damage. None of them collapsed, thank God. 
But this is what he was saying here as far as if this was a, definitely all just from the from the bomb, from the RV, it would have to have massive explosives and to, it would also have left a humongous crater in the ground if it was truly everything was in this um, in this RV. But again, they're still trying they're still trying to figure this all out and they've been now asking the public, we need your help. We need some leads here to figure out what the hell happened here because obviously this is very serious and whoever did this needs to pay and maybe whoever did it, I don't know, maybe they were in the RV and just blew themselves up too. We said, screw it. Let's go out with a bang. And they truly did if that was the case. But so we're trying to dig into this. I was trying to find some more information about this, the buildings around it. What the hell is it? Why why here? Why in this downtown street? Why not somewhere where there's more people if this was trying if this was truly a domestic terrorist attack or a terrorist attack? They'd probably want to do it around something that maybe maybe had more people. But the thing is, not a lot of people are out on Christmas. I mean, me and my wife just drove around for an hour. They're really, most businesses are closed. There's some gas stations open, but really not too much open right now. So I was thinking this maybe not, maybe not a terrorist attack to kill Americans. Maybe it's trying to kill a building or destroy a building or what's inside a certain building. That would make more sense. So as, um, as Twitter and the, um, the Anons online and people that just citizen journalists that dig and dig and dig, Within a couple of hours, we find some gems here, and what we're going to show those right now. Update. This is from Amuse on Twitter. The explosion in Nashville, Tennessee, appears to have targeted the AT&T Central office. Had the blast impacted the building, most cell towers, ATM machines, and internet infrastructure in the city would have been cut off. So I want you guys to remember this. This was an AT&T Central office. Now, when I heard that, I was thinking, maybe... This was part of a larger operation. This was just the first step to cut off um, signal lines and lines to first responders, police, firefighters, and then maybe a second act was going to be carried out to cause mass chaos. And the people that you would normally call to get help are now cut off. That's what I was trying to think here originally. Maybe they're just trying to take out some cell towers to carry out some other terrorist activities. Whoever these people are with, maybe this was a huge mass coordinated event planned for Christmas. And this, what we saw here was just the first step. But I don't believe that to be the case because when I came across this uh, this tweet thread here from Dr. Quigley, it became very apparent there were some other things and other people that are associated with this AT&T data center. And coincidentally enough, SolarWinds and Dominion voting systems have some connections with AT&T and the people on the board there. Let's look into this, shall we? Dr. Quigley, just because I'm only half paying attention to the news today while enjoying Christmas, was the RV bomber targeting an AT&T data center? If so, can think of at least two AT&T connections to the ownership of SolarWinds and Dominion Voting Systems, just saying, and, sh- and they lay it out right here. This was the update that I showed you about it being a data center, and on top of it, this is the connection to SolarWinds, and we dove deep on this channel about SolarWinds, and here's a connection. Nothing to see here. Brookings, CFR, Hamilton Project, AT&T Board, etc., Glenn Hutchins, co-founder and managing director of Silver Lake Partners, which we know Silver Lake Partners was a huge financial group um, behind behind Dominion that purchased or behind SolarWinds and a bunch and, and Dominion, a bunch of these connections starting to come together. So we have Glenn Hutchins here from Brookings, CFR, Hamilton Project, AT&T Board, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And not just that one. Let me go back here. How is Dominion connect with this AT&T connection? Well, here it is right here from Veritas Vital. Dominion acquired in 2018 by its management team in Staple Street Capital. 
of that company, William Kennard, sits on the executive board. He used to run the Carlisle Group, sits on the AT&T board, was Clinton's FCC chair, and was Obama's ambassador to the EU. How do we have all these connections? Yet here they are. And we can clearly see here, this is William E. Kennard, sits on the board, and this is directly linked to the Dominion Systems because Staple Street Capital was acquired by Dominion in 2018 by its management team. And then you have all these other connections on top of it. It's really weird. It's hard to, it's really hard to uh, just wipe these away and say there's nothing to see here. And speak of the devil here, former owner of the AT&T building in Nashville was Cerebus Capital. Owners of Dominion Voting System, State Street Capital, or former executives from Cerebus. That, to me, is extremely interesting. So, I wonder, I just wonder, guys, I want to know in the chat, do you think this bomb that went off, do you think do you think what was going on here, do you think this was uh, something to scare maybe somebody from letting information out? Or maybe there was information being housed somewhere that nobody nobody could get access to or somebody was on the cusp of maybe exposing and maybe they just sent in this RV to go boom and to bust up on the servers and destroy what was inside this building. To me, that sounds a lot more plausible than just a random guy or random guys or gals, whoever, riding around, parked this RV and just blew it up in this random street in Nashville. I don't believe it. Nothing. There is no coincidences anymore. And in fact, this was definitely verified. This was a Nashville data center, AT&T, located 333 Commerce Street in Nashville, Tennessee, 37201. Huge data center. So what the hell were they, were they hiding there? What do you guys think? Do you guys think this is all connected or you think this is completely random? And I can tell you right now, everybody in the chat's blowing it up. There is no coincidences here. Nothing. I'm absolutely with you all. There is no coincidence. I know for a fact right now, because as police and FBI and ATF, all these other agencies are trying to figure out what the hell is going on. They, they actually stopped flights in and out of Nashville as well. In and out of Nashville. So they were they're, they're trying to try. They must still think there's people out there that they're trying to locate that did this. And it's just, it's really crazy to think. And when I saw the picture, this is the picture of the RV. This was taken... Um, this is the RV that exploded on 2nd Avenue this morning. It arrived at 1.22 a.m. Call FBI immediately if you have tips. And supposedly there was no tags on the vehicle, no license plate, nothing, which obviously, if you're going to do something like this, you'd hopefully be smart enough, the people that would be smart enough to take the license plate and any identification off the RV. This reminds me of something out of Breaking Bad of when Jesse Jesse and Walt were cooking meth in the, uh, in the middle of the desert out in New Mexico. <laughs> Definitely gives me a little vibes of that, but... My God, it's just insane to think about that. This is this this stuff happens on Christmas, but you know this is so 2020, right? So 2020. But the worst part about this is, a lot of people that I know, some people I've talked to that live around that area, they cannot stand the Nashville mayor. He is the asshole that got caught about closing restaurants. Um, that have there was no scientific data to close down restaurants. It's just like here in New York. There was a 1% chance that a COVID could get spread in a restaurant, yet we're going to close them down and keep everything else open. Or, you know, you know, you know the whole spiel with all that. The Nashville mayor is the same exact way. Apparently, he's a big asshole. Nobody likes him. But he did an interview. 
talking about this. Obviously, he's the mayor of the city. You would think he'd be all over this, getting in front of it, trying to figure out what's going on, telling the people what's going on. And apparently, he had a little laugh or a giggle about this entire situation. Very eye-opening. And there's video of this interview I'm going to show you right now of him having a little laugh here. And uh, it's really it's really disgusting. Watch this. Yeah, Lauren, Mayor John Cooper is here with us now. And Mayor, Nashville has been through so much in the year of 2020. We start <laughs> off with the tornado, then the yeah. pandemic, now an explosion in the middle of downtown. Uh, still a week to go, but that's right. It's been um, Nashville's hardest year. Um, but as for the explosion, got great people working on it. We'll get to the bottom of it. Um, I, you know, it seems intentional, but I think it's just a one-off event, and people should not be concerned about it. But wow. in a year that has had everything else, <laughs> let's add an explosion to it. And I want to ask you this. You got to tour the damage. Can you kind of describe what you saw downtown? Well, um, it's a whole lot of broken glass you know, right now. I th the facades of our beautiful historic buildings on... Uh, 2nd Avenue do, is, are still intact, but there is a lot of glass damage and there'll be a lot of window damage. Uh, I'm sure people want to go back and check the structural integrity of all of those valuable historic buildings. Tonight. So he goes on and you saw his little smirk in the beginning there. I don't know. I don't know if he was just like this year has just been terrible. It sucked. But the weird part about it is he he's he's acting very nonchalant about it. Ah. Uh, yeah, this is this sucks, but he's like this sounds like a one-off event, nothing to be worried about. Dude, did you see the, did you see the carnage? Did you see the streets? It looked like a war zone. And he's he's kind of like he's I don't know, he kind of like he's playing it off. And somebody like he looks like he looks like the Keebler elf. He definitely looks like the Keebler elf. That is a great great comparison. You're absolutely right. Um but it just seemed to me like he didn't really have any kind of remorse, any kind of uh Sad feelings. He was just like, eh, you know. Hopefully, it was a bunch of in his mind. He's probably like, hopefully it was a bunch of restaurants because we're gonna we're closing them bitches down anyways. Hopefully, these uh, this RV just took care of that for us, so we don't have to hear them cry about how we're shutting down their businesses and ruining their lives still. So I just thought that was very odd, and I'm sure we're gonna find out more information about this tomorrow. Which again, I'll be doing a show tomorrow. This this week's been all kind of craziness as far as the schedule, um, but yeah, we'll we'll stay on top of this as much as we can here, but. I want to throw in some rampant speculation on this because I might start a segment on this show called Rampant Speculation where we can just go wild with full disclosure knowing that it could very well be fake news, but we can just let our imaginations run for a little bit and really get into the crazy conspiracy theories that make no sense, but we can just talk about it and have a good time. So we're going to have a little bit of that right now. Awakened Outlaw put this out here. Just comparing um, the bombing that happened in the World Trade Center in 93. Awakened Outlaw wrote this. HRC sends out an old Christmas card from 1993 yesterday mentioning a small scale, small scale in her tweet. What else happened in 93? A truck bombing at the World Trade Center combined with chatter that BC is dead or Bill Clinton is dead is the announcement imminent and well, you can figure it out. And they're putting this out here. The Clinton, uh, Clinton on the 1993 World Trade Center bombing. On February 26, 1993, a truck bomb was detonated inside the parking garage of New York City's World Trade Center, killing six people. The next day, President Bill Clinton reacts to the event in a radio address to the nation. And this was uh, the tweet here about small-scale ways to keep others safe this year. I'm remembering past celebrations, looking forward to more next year. Now, normally, 
I don't pay attention to stuff. You can't prove this stuff. Nobody can. But I thought it was really interesting that this uh, this this came up as a small scale because again, this is awful that it happened. But when you think of like what happened in 9-11, that was large scale. I mean, we're talking about taking down two of the biggest skyscrapers in New York City. Thousands of people died. This is still awful. As far as I know, nobody died. But we're here talking about truck bombs and possibly the idea of Bill Clinton being dead already right now as a small scale attack here from Hillary Clinton. Now, again, I don't I don't know if I buy any of that stuff, but it's really fun to speculate and all that good stuff. What do you I would love to know what you guys think in the chat about all this. It's really again, it's really fun to speculate and see the connections and all that stuff. But let's move on here. And uh, let's I just want to talk about a couple of other things. And I want to get into the George Washington um, story because I feel like it's very relevant to right now. So the Supreme Court shielded it up again. And we know there's a lot of lawsuits waiting. Sidney Powell has her lawsuit waiting in Pennsylvania. And good news, Supreme Court wants to hear the uh, the case. But guess what? They don't want to hear it until after Inauguration Day. And you can't, you can't make this stuff up. The Supreme Court fails to immediately act on Trump campaign's request to expedite Pennsylvania appeal. The Supreme Court on Wednesday docketed an appeal filed by President Donald Trump's campaign that seeks to reverse cases by a state court but did not immediately act on the campaign's request to expedite the case. Instead, the, uh, the top court's docket shows January 22nd, 2021 as their deadline. It's disgusting. Two days after the presidential inauguration day for when the state is required to respond to the request for appeal. Why would the Supreme Court even put this in there knowing full well what's going on? They're not blind. They don't have they don't have earmuffs onto everything going on. Maybe they do for the most part because it doesn't want to um, alter or change their opinions or how they will rule on a certain case. But let's be real here. We know how polarizing this is right now and how important this is. Literally the entire world is watching all this. And the fact that you push the date and you pump the date to January 22nd, how much of a middle finger, a bigger middle finger could you have put up there to the Trump, Trump legal team or to Sidney Powell that are doing these camp, that are doing these lawsuits? And you're going to sit there and say, we'll hear your case. We don't even know what the decision's going to be, but we'll hear your case after Inauguration Day because that's going to make anything better. Because if that was the case, they could go through with putting Joe Biden on the inauguration day, which I I know it's not going to happen because of what's going to be going on on the 6th of January. But these people, are you are you that out of touch? Do you hate this country so much? Do you hate Trump so much to keep doing these playing these games? Because I really feel like the Supreme Court is playing games at this point. I really believe that. They don't want to get involved. They don't want to cause riots. They don't want they don't want to be the cause of any of this stuff. Meanwhile, the Supreme Court is the last last defense in some regards in cases like this to get it right, to follow the rule of the land, which would be the law of the land, which supposedly states throughout months before the election is said, screw it, we're not following anything, we're going to break our own rules because the, just, the, uh, the, ends, the ends justify the means. Let's get, we want orange man bat out, it doesn't matter, matter what it takes, even if you have to break the law, it's justified because we just can't be having that. Scary, scary stuff. Scary stuff. And the other scary stuff I wanted to show you guys today. This was uh, reported uh, th- this morning on Sidney Powell being blocked from from going to the White House by White House aides. This, I don't like hearing this at all. 
Cindy Powell said in December 23rd interview with Zenger News that senior White House aides are preventing her from communicating with Donald Trump and are blocking her efforts to assume a formal coordinating role in pursuing contest of election challenges on the president's behalf. The interview followed what has been widely reported as a tense meeting at the Oval Office on Friday, first reported by the New York Times with the participation of Trump, Powell, former National Security Advisor Michael Flynn, and everyone else here. Powell told Zanger News that she was verbally offered the position of special White House counsel by Trump during Friday's meeting, but that she has been unable to present the president with paperwork that would make that official, and that her appointment has effectively been blocked. It has not come to pass, Powell said, because it seems it was blocked after Friday night or undone, or I'm not sure what you'd call it by senior White House staff, she, she suggested. Someone threw sand in the gears, the interviewer asked. Something like that, Powell replied. I've been blocked from speaking to or communicating with the president since I left the Oval Office on Friday night, Powell said, by apparently everyone around the president. Powell clarified that she that the role she was offered was not a Robert Mueller-style special counsel, but that there was a discussion about me being a special White House counsel. A special counsel is appointed by the Attorney General, while a special White House counsel can be appointed by the president. I don't know what this means. All I know is, is, is Trump still surrounded by these snakes that, um, that Patrick Burns said he is, Michael Flynn said he is, with these advisors that are just shooting down no on everything. We even found out, I told you guys the other day, when Trump put out that speech about the uh, stimulus bill, his advisors didn't even want him to put that out there. He had to veto that himself, and he did that himself. It's insane. It's insane. And maybe Trump got rid of these people. How can you block Sidney Powell from the White House? How do you get away with that? How could you get away with that? Unless, good point in the chat, I just saw, unless this is disinformation, this is a head fake, to get um, the press off the, off the scent of what's really going on, to get the deep state off the scent of what's really going on, maybe we're going to find out tomorrow, right after Christmas, that she is, she is in fact, or maybe we're not going to find out till the uh, till the kill shots are already in place that she has been uh, white. She has been this special counsel, and she's got indictments or people already arrested, and they're willing to testify to save their sorry asses about what they did to this election. Who knows? Who knows? All I know is that there is chess being played here on a massive level, and it's hard to verify. I just, I the story was to me was almost unbelievable because we know how important Sidney Powell is to the president. They have a great relationship. The people love her just as much as Trump. I just can't see how Trump would allow that to happen. Where if there was a meeting set and thing and details were ironed out, that this was going to be happening, and all Sidney had to do was return a piece, of, a signed piece of paper saying, yep, let's do this, Trump would be expecting that. And for, I can't see him just rolling over and allowing his aides to do this to her. I don't see it. I don't see it. So I think that is a good point, though, that this might be a head fake and that people are getting arrested. And people saying that Schiff got arrested, to me, it's fake news, guys. It's fake news. There's no way to prove that. There's no sauce for it. To me, it's just it's just a waste of time to even talk about that until we know more information. So sorry, don't want to blow up that parade, but it's information like that that just drives me nuts. But let's move on here. Donald Trump, with this tweet, I thought it was interesting. I saved at least eight Republican senators, including Mitch, from losing in the last rig for president election. 
Now they almost all sit back and watch me fight against a crooked and vicious foe, the radical left Democrats I will never forget. This is not a tweet that I'd want coming from the president, knowing full well that he's going to be the next president for the next four years. I would not want this man going against against me during the primaries and if I was trying to get reelected. All that man has to do is send out one tweet saying this guy's crooked, don't vote for him. You'll have the entire MAGA party behind him. And that'll be it for them. Dunzo. They're done. They won't, they'll get primary. They won't get voted for. But I thought that was really interesting that this came out because we knew with the stimulus bill or the omnibus bill that there was some there was a there was a um, a way for Trump to get around this um, without it going through because remember he said he wanted to do the two thousand um, dollars. Nancy and Chuck Schumer they're all like yeah let's do it let's do it which was really weird to me didn't make any sense. It was then shot down yesterday we talked about on the Christmas Eve show um, Democrats and Republicans but they were they were not having it and then this thing called a pocket veto was thrown around I didn't really cover it too much. But this was actually the tactic that Trump already used. And I had, to, I had to figure out what this pocket veto was, but Brian the Great here was the one that mentioned this because I'm wondering, this goes along with the Sidney Powell story, Trump saying that whoever's against me, maybe there are people acting like they're against him, but they're really for him. I don't know, but I, believe, I do believe there's lots of games being played here. And Brian the Great says this right here. President Trump just punked the entire D.C. establishment with an artfully planned pocket veto of that horrible omnibus bill. You have no idea which supposed swamp creatures helped him orchestrate this. That's the point. Some of these people are only pretending to oppose him, and as they loudly fight against Trump from the other side, helping the anti-Trump swamp to fight back against him, nobody notices these secret Trump agents are surreptitiously maneuvering the swamp into position for Trump's kill shot. I'm not worried January 5th or January 6th. And this entire Pence card thing um, very well could be fake news. I know Trump retweeted a lawyer that was talking about it, but I I do believe there is massive, massive disinformation campaigns happening right now to get people off the scent of really what's going on. I really, truly, I'm really starting to feel that way um, because if we think, if we think we know something's coming, you know, the bad guys are already on top of it trying to figure this out. But what, what was this pocket veto? What is this thing? Well, a pocket veto occurs when Congress adjourns during the 10-day period. The president cannot return the bill to Congress. The president's decision not to sign the legislation is a not to sign the legislation as a pocket veto in Congress does not have the opportunity to override. So originally, Trump had 10 days to sign this thing. Said he didn't want it. Remember, Congress put in this thing where it was almost impossible to veto it, or it was an anti-veto bill. The thing is, because we have the holidays here, Congress has taken off, and because of that, Trump can pocket veto it, and then there's no bill to override anymore, and they have to do it all over again. That's exactly what's going on here. Or they have to send it again, maybe, uh, maybe tomorrow, I don't know. I'm not sure. All I know is that this was pulled off, and... Um, Trump was on top of this. And I can guarantee you guys, this next COVID relief bill, I really believe it's going to be a bill that's going to be passed by um, by another Donald Trump um, administration. I really believe that. We can't have any of the crap that was in that bill at all. None of it. We need a standalone bill for money. If we get, if, you know, if all of us get an extra $2,000, so be it. I'm all for it. I could care less. I, I, I'm really, 
at this point, I know people are, some people are hurting for money. I really believe the small businesses more than anybody, they're the ones that need the money the most and all that stuff. And yes, I do see people saying Santa wears red because he supports Donald Trump. And I really do believe that as well. Really do believe that. Guys, my voice, my throat is killing me right now. I think it's probably because I had some, some of this rum before. So I'm losing my voice here. I don't know if I'm going to be able to read. Uh, this this article that I wanted from Breitbart because it is a little is a little lengthy as you guys can see here. I have everything that I wanted to read highlighted, but I'm gonna put this in the chat and we're gonna hang out for a few minutes and then I'm gonna bounce out of here. This was a this was from Patrick O'Donnell talking about when George Washington was um, coming in on these boats, the Durham boats. Remember that the Durham boats crossing the Delaware, going in bringing their soldiers in these wintry weather conditions where you're, they're literally talking about these soldiers barely had shoes. They're walking on the ground. You could see the bloody, the bloody trails of soldiers, people freezing to death, getting caught in these storms out in the Delaware. This crazy, crazy stories and what George Washington did and the people that the way he went about with his, uh, with all these, all these operations that he carried out and to get rid of the British and, I'm going to drop it here because I really think it's important uh, to read this and all that good stuff. So, guys, I'm going to drop that in here because I'm losing my voice. I can feel it already, and I do not want to strain my voice. It's the last thing I need to do. So I'm going to put it in there for you guys, and we're just going to hang out and uh, have a good time for the rest of the show. It's going to be a short show, and that's as far as the news that I could come up with today, ladies and gentlemen. And all that good stuff. So thanks you to Methods and Brad for hosting me. I really appreciate it, guys. Thanks for doing that on a Christmas holiday. And, um, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed just some of the information that I could find because I definitely do not believe that these these things that I'm seeing here, they were not coincidence as far as the Nashville bombings. But I really want you guys to read this story here about Washington and the things he said to his men and... After they were done, let's give you guys a little um, background. Because this is talking about how Washington went into Trenton and took out all the British soldiers in Trenton and all the shit that the soldiers had gone through. At that time, when he took out Trenton, they still had to go up and down the coast to take out the rest of the British. Their Their next mission was to go to Jersey. But the problem was the contractor, the signing time for these soldiers was up at the end of the year and they were already in December. So they were, they had earned their, they have done the people that survived. They had earned their right. They fought in the war. They could have gone home. And the best part about this is Washington gave them the option to do that. He gave them the option, but most of them ended up staying just for a few more months. And that's all it took for us to have our full victory against the British. And most of those soldiers ended up staying and fighting for George Washington and continued to the fight of the British um, up and down the uh, East Coast there. Just an amazing, amazing story. And so many quotes from George Washington and how much he was a leader. Reminds me so much of Trump and uh, just everything we're going through right now. It's just, it's really great. And this is just the quote I'll read. I have it right in front of me. He said to his soldiers, your country is at stake, your wives, your houses, and all that you hold dear. If you will consent to stay just one month longer you will render that service to the cause of liberty into your country, which you probably can never do under any other circumstances. 
And moved by the general's words in his most affectionate manner, men slowly stepped forward from the ranks. More soldiers followed as the majority of the army decided to continue fighting. Many of those who stepped forward would help turn the tide in the coming battles to win us the liberty we enjoy today. While the sacrifice was great, many of those volunteers died in battle or from smallpox. America's resolve is at its strongest and its darkest hours. And I can tell you guys right now, that's exactly how I feel, how a lot of you feel right now. We are in, we have gone through some dark times together, especially since the election, not even dealing with COVID this year. This entire year has been a terrible year for a lot of people, but it was a dark moment, especially for me when I was watching the poll worker or the polls stop in the middle of the night in the swing states, just waiting, waiting for the news to come out that Trump had landslided and that was taken away from us. And that, that was dark. That was dark watching that happen, knowing what happened in that in the following weeks and months after that. But we are still here. We are still fighting and we're not going to give up till we have that liberty. And that's exactly what we're going through right now. So I just thought that was very relevant. It, that entire article outlines all just perfectly a quick snapshot of the operations that George Washington did. What him and his men went through um, just to get just as far as moving around. My God, we have it so good nowadays. <laughs> we have it so good. And these these guys are literally fighting with bayonets and muskets and their bare feet in the snow and cold. I just... What can we really complain about when you look back at our history? It should encourage us all to know it's, it's in our blood too. That same blood that ran through those Patriots veins flows through all of us as well. And that's something to keep... That's something to keep in mind and just to remember. I feel like that's super important uh, to remember here. So, all right, guys, let me, uh, I'm going to hang out with you all now. going to get off my soapbox, my content creator self, and just uh, be a regular human for a little bit here and hang out with you all. I'm losing my voice. I can feel it. Oh, I see champs in the chat. I see champs. Thank you, my friend. It looks like you and uh, you and Patrick here are going back and forth for the top spot. All right, let's look at some of the, uh, I see all the diamonds, the ninja guineas. You guys are crushing it today. Thank you so much. So, so much. So just to give you guys an idea, I'm going to be, next show is going to be tomorrow. It might be a shorter show. We'll see. Got to see what kind of content is out there. Remember, I usually allow two days of news to happen to full out, to fill a full hour and a half show. That's how I've been doing it lately, but this is kind of a good test to see how a, how a daily show would feel like on my end, but surplus prepper, Merry Christmas, and let's get digital shovels going. Thank you so much, Denison. I don't know if I'm saying that right, Denison, Virginia. Thank you for the diamond, Hot Rod seventy three. Merry Christmas, brother. Merry Christmas to you, Hot Rod. I always see you in the chats. Thank you so much. Let's see. You guys are donate, donating lemons, all that good stuff. If you guys donated through um, Cash App or any of that stuff, let me get to that real quick. Brian, thank you so much for the donation on Cash App. I appreciate it, my friend. Thank you. So thank you for going live today. It's a pleasure, my friend. You guys are like my second family, so... I have no problem doing that. Let's hop over to Pilled real quick. Let me see what's hopping in Pilled. Donated through uh, no power chats on Pilled. 
You guys having fun over here in the pill chat? It looks like you are. I see a bunch of comments and chats here. Daddy Crabber, I love you, Scott. I love you too, my friend. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. So what are you guys doing right now? Do you guys still got, you still got open presents? You still got dinner? What are you guys going on? You guys getting trashed right now? Do you guys have to work tomorrow? I hope no one has to work. I hope everyone can take the long weekend. What a great long weekend though. You have a Thursday, a Friday, goes right to Saturday, Sunday. Hopefully you guys can get the four days off. That'd be great. Gonna rock with the Christmas vibes. I've had this Christmas music waiting for months since I found it. I found this Christmas music in the summer. I've been waiting to use it. So I'm getting my money's worth. Cause after uh, probably once January hits, I'll uh, switch up the Christmas, I'll switch out the Christmas music, but. Woke Society, we are watching you, question mark. You're still watching me. I haven't gone anywhere. 2002 Patrick with another diamond. Merry Christmas, Scott. Pa 2002 Patrick, you're uh, you're one of the top contributors to this show at all times. Thank you from the bottom of my heart, my friend, for donating so much to this channel. You and everyone else in the Woke Army are the reason why I'm able to do this full time. You guys help me provide for my family, and we're all doing this together. We all do this together, and you guys are funding this. Are you thinking about moving to Tennessee? Yeah, you can tell you. <laughs> my wife saw what happened. That, that kind of went right out the window there, so... That didn't happen. Oh, you were asking what you were doing. You're watching me. Touche. Touche. <laughs> well, after you're done watching me, what are you guys doing? Take a shot for me. That That's something you can definitely do. Watch some Christmas movies. Get a little trashed. Hang out with the family. Do all that good stuff. And all that good stuff. So... Yep, I think Methods is still doing a show tomorrow as well, which is awesome. You guys, it's funny. I knew I, was, I said I was going to take some days off. Look what happened. I, I end up doing shows on both days. I can't help it. Can't help myself. Gypsy just threw me a diamond. Thank you, Gypsy. Or G-Spy. G-Spy again with a diamond. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So, guys, I just want to say we have 500 subscribers on the channel for DLive. Um, my followers here on DLive, we're almost up to 8,000 already, which it's only been a couple months. I just, I can't, it's so awesome to see. I just got two more Ninja Guineas from Gypsy again. Thank you so much. A third one. You guys are crushing it. What I want you guys to do, if my mods can really help me get this out there, because there's only a few platforms that I trust right now. Um, Pilled. And Gab TV are the ones I truly, without no, without question, trust. I want you guys to go over to my Gab TV channel. I'm going to drop it here in the chats right now. And go subscribe there. They're going to have all of my content that's, that's recorded of these streams. And I can guarantee you that'll be a platform that'll never censor me or my friends. So I'm going to, I need to get people on the most loyal platforms for that, that are built by Patriots. Go on there and go on pill.net and find me on pill.net and follow me. They're platforms that I'll never take down. And I have no issues with DLive. I just don't know the poli people's politics behind it. They seem to be fine. No problems so far. And they have been wonderful housing me and all my friends. Everybody that's been kicked off of YouTube for literally just talking about the news and just talking about what's going on there simply for having a different opinion. Um, we're being hunted down and targeted. And 
our income is being targeted, especially by left-wing organizations like Media Matters. Um, they're, they're the worst. And um, I can tell you, there's going to be a day. Their day is coming. So I can promise you that. I can definitely promise you that. They've gone after me and my family and my friends, probably in the worst, probably one of the worst years in our country, going after our income. There's going to be a price to pay for that. I can promise you that. I can promise you that. They were, they were uh, pretty, I would say probably out of anybody, the uh, most instrumental as far as getting us taken down. YouTube was, we were going to get taken down off there anyways, but we were, uh, they were, they were hunting us down on Patreon and other platforms to make sure we couldn't make money. So to me, that's just, that's just, you're disgusting. So Gypsy dropping the diamonds and the Ninja Guineas. Uh, whimsical farm girl thank you Merry Christmas Scott appreciate you I appreciate you for donating and listening you guys are fantastic thank you to my mods by the way as well um, thank you uh, Thinking Patriot my friend thank you to Suki, all the other mods here with me today in DLive all that good stuff you guys are fantastic 2002 Patrick sending me another Ninja Giddy dude you guys are crazy man you guys are pouring on the love thank you so much yes YouTube does suck but that's why I want everybody to get over to Gab TV. It's not just Gab TV. I'm on there. I'm on Rumble. I'm on BitChute. On BitChute, I'm up to almost 8,500 subscribers there. Probably all together between the platforms, we're probably pushing um, close to 30,000 subscribers. So think about it. I had 108 on YouTube when I was taken down. I probably should have had close to 200,000 if I wasn't being censored. I'm, I'm not even joking. I, we found, I found out the numbers of what I would have had if I... Uh, YouTube wasn't killing our reach by by 80%. 80% these people were cutting our reach down. And we I was still pulling out huge numbers. All of us were. We, we took over we took over their platform. X22 we all did. We completely overtook their platform. And that's a testament to all you guys and all the channel, all the creators that do these channels. So Gab, uh, you can go. You can you can go on Gab, and there's a TV icon on top of the screen where you can go to Gab TV. They are separate. They are separate entities. Obviously, the same company, but they are two separate uh, places for that. And thank you uh, to KHF to KH Farmer for just gifting um, all those subscriptions. Thank you so much. Yeah, the the games that were being played on. Uh, on YouTube were absolutely disgusting. I probably should have had close to probably 200,000 subscribers if my numbers weren't jacked. I mean, there was a week in the summer where I was putting out videos that one video got 350,000 views. A couple had over 200,000 views and that was for one week. So I don't know if the algorithms just got jacked for a week and I saw my real numbers for that one week, but I never saw those numbers again. And they, I could, cause I could, you could watch your analytics on YouTube in real time. They go flying, flying, flying up the spike, and then they just drop. The opposite of what happened with Joe Biden's election. Instead of just going up, it dropped straight down. It happened to almost every video. So either way, this is why we're on here now. So go on Gab TV, go on Rumble, go on BitChute, go support me on there. Yes, X22 is a daily. Space Shot's amazing. All good friends, all good friends, all good people, all patriots, all supportive, and uh, yeah. It's just really good stuff. So thank you guys so much. You guys crushed it as far as as far as the lemons and donations. Let me make sure I didn't miss anything else on my phone here. Don't see anything else on the phone. That's fine. Let me get the uh, chest for you guys. 
chest is opening. 30 seconds. And we get to the top contributors of the night. J-Bell, Donna, Marib333, Miss.Born, Deep Statements. I love that name. American Nurse, KH Farmer, Hot Rod73, Number three contributor, Champs, my man. Champs at number three with 8,547. We have Gypsy here, still dropping. Still dropping Ninja Gitties. 13.27 thousand lemons. And you're probably gonna, it's probably gonna go up with that. You just dropped two more. Um, 2002 Patrick, top contributor with 16,000 lemons. You guys are crushing it. Gypsy just dropped 11 Ninja Gitties on me. That's insane. That's insane. You just you gave me you gave me a little bit more than a ninja jet. <laughs> Thirteen ninja guineas. Holy crap! Looks like Gypsy here is trying to take the top spot for the lemons. Um, Suki, all you guys, you're you're like family. Thank you so much for uh, modding and all that stuff. Thanking Patriot again, my friend. Out. You've took completely taken care of the uh, troll problem along with Weezy Girl and the others on Twitch land. Absolutely crazy. Absolutely crazy. So guys. Enjoy your Christmas. I will be back tomorrow. Um, I, I'm going to be back tomorrow at 6 o'clock Eastern. See what kind of news we can drum up. If, if it's a slow news day, I know I said I was going to do phone calls today, but I just I don't have it in me right now. If it's a slow news day tomorrow, we'll cover some news, and I'll take some phone calls from you guys to close out the week. And uh, we'll be here again because get rested up now. Get yourself mentally prepared now, physically prepared, spiritually prepared. The crescendo of the events are coming. Whether we're going to like them or not, I do believe things are going to fall in our favor, but it's go time. From here on out, after these holidays are over, it is go time. It's absolutely go time as far as something's got to give. Who's going to stand up? Who's going to be the hero? Who's going to be the judge that accepts and overturns some of these election results? Or is it going to be something that no one saw coming? I don't know. I'm not really sure. But either way, Get yourselves ready. You know I'm going to be here to cover with you all. The woke, the woke army is strong, and um, it's going to be great. So thank you guys for being here as usual. I'll hang out for another minute here. You guys just keep donating. It's absolutely insane what you guys give. And again, this is a uh, this is a testament to all of you. If, if the mods want to hop off, I know you got you got families. You can hop off. You don't have to stay here with me. It's totally fine. Dear Lord. Dear Lord. Well, the fun, the good thing is my son's with my mother right now, so the wife right now is getting a nice, nice rest. She's chilling out. Thanking Patriot. Merry Christmas, my friend. Merry Christmas. I hope you and uh, you and the wifey are having a, a comfy, comfy Christmas. And um, thanking Patriot, guys, he's in the Twitch chat. He has been with me. It's probably since I had less than 500 subscribers on YouTube. He's been with me since the beginning. Uh, me and him uh, corroborated a lot together, collaborated a lot together with the content. And uh, he's been, uh, he's helped me. He helped me get, get the channel on the ground. He invited me to all these Facebook groups where I would share the links to my channel. And it, it just blew up from there. And he's been here through the, he's still here, still here. And uh, he's known as the hammer. He, he he kills trolls uh he kills trolls for pleasure so thank you man i appreciate it i won't ever forget you brother
So hopefully, uh, hopefully you and the wife, you have a good, uh, have a good holiday. Take some time away. I know you do. I know you do. You get out, you get out with nature. So I knew, I knew Jispy was there. 2002 Patrick, she took you over, my friend. She took you over 24,000 lemons. I appreciate it. I really appreciate it. I appreciate all of you that donate to the show. You guys are awesome. I know it's ranked, but I consider you all equal. I'm, I'm a socialist in that way when it comes to donations. Even if you guys gave me one lemon each, I'd appreciate it. You guys are fantastic. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I'm probably going to have another drink after this. And uh, gonna enjoy the rest of my night. Probably watch this uh, rest of this football game. Still, uh, still watch football. You guys can hate me or love it for it, but go watch uh, Die Hard. Go watch Die Hard. It's a great Christmas movie. <laughs> American Nurse. I have to sign up with Gab TV. It is absolutely free. You only they, you only get charged if you want to be a creator and, and um, upload videos to gab tv but otherwise it's completely free to watch all the content gab tv is made by uh torba and a bunch of other great patriots and um i 100 trust them 100 trust them and uh there that that platform is going to be big it's gonna, i have i just have a good feeling about it so is pilled pilled gonna be big as well we got some crazy stuff coming out with them um that that you guys don't even know about yet that's going to be a whole different surprise of what's going to be coming out with those guys. And you guys are going to love it. You guys are absolutely going to love it. When we got taken off YouTube, we were scattered to the wind, kind of. We all stuck together, but we're coming back unified and in a strong place. And you guys are going to see exactly what I'm talking about, hopefully very soon, once it's 100% ready. But we got a lot of things in the docket. We're building our own networks. We're building everything ourselves. Being completely... Um, Sovereign, completely sovereign and being independent of everything big tech because we're never going to get caught with our pants down ever again. That is for sure. All right. All right, guys. That's going to wrap it up for me today. You guys go enjoy your families, all that good stuff. You're going to see me tomorrow at 6 p.m. Eastern. Whatever news breaks, I'll be here covering it. And maybe we'll even take some phone calls to kill some time. So thank you all. You all have a Merry Christmas. Enjoy your families. If not, enjoy the Patriots around the world. We're all together, all unified. And we will see Trump reign again for four years. That is something I know, without a doubt, is going to happen. Let's see. All right. Stay safe. Stay warm. And stay woke. <laughs>